Last time on Goblins of Wrath, our adventurers were ambushed on the outset of their journey by a roving band of thieves looking to make some quick coin at the cost of the heroes' lives. Poppy, Ander, and Mjorgrim made the thieves regret this decision through a quick and decisive battle, routing the thieves and ensuring the safety of the party and their cargo. After a discussion with their captive, the party made the decision to stay the course and deliver the prisoner to the capital. Was this the right decision? Could this decision have consequences? Find out on this episode of Goblins of Wrath. Okay, so who wants to remind us what happened last time? Oh, oh, I got this. So, nice. Will, you want to pick this one up? <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes, I would like to volunteer Will. <laughs> uh, so, uh, if I'm recollecting everything straight, we started off, we're, we're doing some uh, some contract work here. We're escorting this dude, this coarse hollow tooth uh, from uh, this, this keep in whatever place it is that we're located this place called Parmesia. We gotta get to, to Falencia from, from here. That's our, our big task. We're, we're on the roast. The, the roast. <laughs> <laughs> it's medieval it. the view. It's just the roast. Where did you guys stop last time? Uh, oh, oh. What's the last thing that Okay, happened? I got this one. Iris, take us away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I think it was, um, we stopped at a rest place. Okay. Just off the side of the road, probably. And then Course was like, uncuff me. And we were like, all right. And he was like, let me go. And we were like, mm, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's a little too far. So. And then we were really nice to him and we let him uh, out of his chains and we gave him food and water. He ate all the food and all the water. And he's just being treated really badly because of his race. And apparently they don't feed prisoners, which is kind of, I think that's a health code violation of some kind. It's more than a health code violation. I think it's like a U.S. law violation. I I need to contact a lawyer and figure out what exactly are some basic criminal conduct codes that we maintain in this place. Yeah, but we stopped for the night and... um, yeah, is Korsh sleeping in his cage? Or? Yeah, yeah. Like, ah. you guys were taking shifts and everybody was sleeping. Mm. Ah, who took the first shift? It was Mjorgrim that took the first shift. Ah, okay. Yeah. So I assume you guys want to pick up back on the shift taking? I'm, I'm good either way. If you want to start at the shift, we can do that. If or you we wanna... can start off after you guys have woken up. I mean, Korsh is asleep and literally everyone else is. So I, like, it's right. like, oh, you, yes, I'd like know. to stare at this tree. <laughs> Roll perception. <laughs> it seems very tree-like. Okay, so <clears throat> you guys wake from your rest. Uh, you're revivified and energized for the day to come. Having taken part in battle and interacted with the people of this land, you feel like you're more experienced and well-equipped to handle whatever future is to come. You eat a quick breakfast and pack the camp for travel. As you move about packing things together, you notice Korsh is silently meditating in his cage. His breaths are even and steady. His chest and shoulders rise rhythmically with each breath. After a few minutes, he stands and begins to stretch. Poppy goes over to him, and she's just like, Course, course. He's just course. He, he's like bending almost ninety degrees sideways. Like, yeah. Oh man, you're so bendy. Do you drink kombucha? I don't know what that is. Oh, I just sorry. I just made an assumption just because you're getting all bendy and breathing a whole lot. But anyway, how are you doing this morning? I'm just readying myself for the day to come. Well, that's cool. So, um, uh... (laughs) 
Yeah. Uh huh. So Andrew's gonna spring to his feet and say, "Okay, gang, let's get ready to get on the road. We got a long day ahead of us, but I think we'll be able to make it by sundown." Miragrim doesn't say anything. He just gets up. He starts packing everything up and getting it loaded on the cart. Not a not a man for small talk. Poppy okay. just joins Korish while he's doing yoga. Yeah, but are you just cl- mirroring she, him? Yeah, <laughs> except she climbs on top of the cage, she's, so she's doing like she's just occasionally looking down and just like trying to like copy what he's doing on top of the cage, kind of like um, I would assume it's sun salutation. So it's just like double tandem sun salutation. Nice, larger like, antenna. The sun is very well saluted. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so uh, since since Poppy's doing that, I guess she's just not going to help out loading the cart or anything. So I guess me and Yorgrim will get that done. <laughs> she's stretching herself and readying herself for the day. You don't want to help out, Korsh? I'm not going to help out with your stupid thing, miss, whatever you're doing. You know, right what I've, I've noticed this morning, packing the satchels, I seem, uh, I seem stronger, as if I've gained some sort of incomprehensible, unknown, and untrackable level of sorts. Well, I, I, I feel it too. I feel it too. I don't know what it is. It must be the, the ground. I have you know, no idea what you guys are feeling right now. I feel absolutely the same. Clean, fresh air does a, does a world of good to an old pair of lungs. Yeah, it's almost like I've gained two levels and approximately <laughs> like 18 health. It's strange. <laughs> I almost feel like I I learned a new set of moves in my sleep. I strange living three hundred years. You think I would have picked this up at some point prior? <laughs> That's my favorite part about this. Weren't, isn't your character's backstory is that he's a war veteran? Yeah, he's like a. <laughs> <laughs> I knew the basic things: hold shield, hit with mace. Oh, but now, already. after traveling with two other people. I know how to do things. Hey, 12, <laughs> 12 hours on the road, you, it does a whole world of good for you. <laughs> it sure does. All right, I say, get ourselves on the road. All right. All right, so you ready the cart and you get on your way. The road that you travel is well used and kept up fairly well. You see rolling hills on your path and out to the side are sparse trees. After a few hours of travel, the trees become start to become closer together, forming barriers next to the path. Um, some you can get through, like if you needed to guide the cart, others you really can't. Their trees are too close together and they're starting to develop vines. The road starts to wind in between the hills as they grow larger and steeper. What's everybody's active perception? Or passive, I'm sorry. 14. 12. 16. Okay. All right, so while you're moving through the trail, you hear the snapping of branches that grows louder and louder. All of us? What direction is it coming from? You seem to hear, because the hills are, the way that the hills are shaped, it's starting to echo. Um, Roll perception. I guess we should establish also who's driving. Oh, yeah. I I guess Poppy from on top of the cage. (laughs) Still doing sun salutation. Yes. Uh, That's a cumulative 20. 20? Wow. Okay. So you can originate the sound is coming from your left um, up inside a very um, <clears throat> dense pack of trees. Um, you just hear the snapping getting louder and louder and louder. And you begin to smell uh, smoke and burning wood. Oh, that sounds familiar. I mean, that smells familiar. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, the smell of smoke. Ah, what a beautiful sound. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, Poppy's going to see what she can make of this situation. 
So uh, can I roll for investigation? Sure. Sweet. What are you trying to discern? Um, Poppy's going to see if she can uh, figure out what the source of the smoke is or if it's um, like like what kind of fire it is. Sure. What kind of fire? Like magical it? or not? Oh, it's like the hot kind? <laughs> <laughs> it's a cold ice no, fire. It's a cold burning fire it's a roaring in flame. the pit of your the stomach of when <laughs> you take a cold shower and you're thinking of all of the people that have done you wrong. Like a certain dwarf. And, uh, <laughs> and anyway, that's a... 10 plus uh, investigation is 2, so 12. So you notice that it's just a normal smell of burning wood. It doesn't seem to be anything out of the ordinary, but you can smell it getting stronger. Oh, man, this smells a lot stronger. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hop up wherever I am. I'm probably just sitting in the front with, with the, the dwarf. Yorgrim, yep. <laughs> it's like, mm, forgot your name over one night. <laughs> so uh, I'll just hop up and I'll be, hello there. Anyone, anyone there? So as you say that, um, smashing through these trees is a giant cart that's on fire. It just smashes through the trees and it smashes into the front of the cart, knocking it sideways and loosing the horses. Hell, good uh, sir. Oh boy. <laughs> Can I can I make a make a jump as like a as a, a reflex and try and land on one of the horses from the front of the cart? Sure, we'll go ahead and we'll say that. Okay. Uh, do um, let's do acrobatics. Acrobatics. Since you're jumping, uh, and those horses are moving all wildly. That's an eight. So you don't make it. <laughs> um, you leap out. You try to grab hold. You like barely reach up to the tail, and you just fall. <laughs> Lucky enough, the cart, the flaming cart just rolls over you. You don't catch fire, nor do you get hit with a giant cart. Does the cart keep rolling or is it stopped by the trees or what? Um, I mean, it comes to a stop oh. in, the, in the pathway because you guys are in the middle of two Okay, days. slow it down, Poppy. Wait, how am I supposed to slow it oh, down? It stopped? No, us. Slow oh. us down. Slow us down, Poppy. <laughs> Well, I mean, the cart was just hit with another cart. It's not what, moving. Are we? So what is like, the situation it's, it's like of this cart situation? Like this <laughs> so flaming cart came so in front, and we are now. Your, your cart's moving along the pathway, and then this cart comes down and it smacks into the front of it, and it breaks loose the horses. Oh, oh so we lost the horses. Yes. Oh man. Um, okay, Poppy. <laughs> what he was trying to do it's, it's was like horse. Yeah, I got it now. <laughs> Poppy is going to save the situation by. Uh, Immediately stopping her son's salutation and um, speaking with animals. Okay. Uh, that is a first level spell. And uh, I have the ability to comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts for the duration, uh, which is 10 minutes. And um, the beast can give you information uh, you might even be able to persuade a beast to perform a small favor for you at the DM's discretion. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to cast that and I'm going to yell at the horses to get back here. Okay. So, um, roll persuasion real quick. Mm-hmm. That's a 19. Yeah, so the horses were galloping away and they just come to a stop. Um, but before they are able to head back, uh, you guys are attacked from the sides. Oh, dang. 
Uh, what? Wait, am I under the flaming cart right now? You're or? laying prone on the ground, but okay. you're not like you're not under the cart. Okay. You're able to like roll out of the way. Okay. But Poppy, you're on top of the cart, and you're standing on the front still somehow. You maintained your stature, which is very good. Okay, so I need Monk everybody's balance. initiative. That's a oh, six. Yikes. That's a one. Nice. That's an eight. Everybody's doing great. All right, good at this <laughs> game. Oh, plus initiative. Yeah. Is two. Nice. Ooh, wow. Ooh. And yours was a total of eight. Eight. And yeah, six. Okay. High roller. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's the enemies first, then Mjorgrim, then Ander, and then Poppy. This whole time I was like, oh, how'd that cart catch on fire? Why were they driving with fire on them? Right. <laughs> like, I got it what? now. We're being attacked. <laughs> ah. and, like that was a diversion, like a stopping point. Okay. So it. it was just a flaming cart, no horses attached. Correct. Oh. Our horses ran away. Oh. Yeah, this is a real weird situation we got ourselves in. Because you know how horses are tied to a cart, right? There's a very flimsy piece of wood in the front. It just snaps clean. Oh. All right, I think we got it now. Well, at least we have our horses. <laughs> Yes, you do. For now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what are we looking up? I am looking up stat blocks real quick because I need them. Mm. That's right. It's for monsters that we haven't fought yet. What the heck? Suddenly, a ghoul appears. It's a zombie prince. <gasps> I'm kidding. A mind flare with a can of gasoline and a matchbox. <laughs> I thought it'd be fun. Why won't you? <laughs> why won't you enjoy my joke? <laughs> All right, it's Greg Abbott in all his Abbott glory. Greg Abbott <laughs> emerges from the forest. <laughs> <Goodness>. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so <clears throat> first things first is that a figure from outside of the trees fires into the area trying to hit one of you. Is it me? Well, I mean, you're standing up. It's, so it's, it's hitting And me. you're also the tallest. It's hitting me? It's attempting to. Okay, so yeah, it doesn't hit. It comes real close, like whizzes past your head. Okay, so just, hey, did you see, you guys see how I deflected that? <laughs> stare back up, hello, good sir. <laughs> Poppy right. yells in the distance, lame. <laughs> so after you yell that, these two beasts that seem almost part dog, part lion, come barreling down the sides of the hills. Uh, one of them leaps onto the cart and attempts to knock it over. The other one is leaping at you. All right. Ooh. Uh, what's your AC? Uh, it is 17 right now. Doesn't hit. So um, the other one attempts to knock over the cart. Let's see. Yeah, so it knocks the cart completely over. <gasps> so okay. it's now on top of the cart. You're prone on the ground. Actually, both of you do deck saves real quick. 21. Gone forever to the void. No! Oh my gosh. The forever oh, It just keeps going and going and going. Okay, I'm gonna re-roll. Cause you got an at one. Huh? Did you get an at one? No, I got a five. But oh. it landed on the floor. So it doesn't count. <laughs> it's the void. It doesn't count. It was in the void. A five in the void is... Worth two in is. the bush? <laughs> 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 okay, the void just spat back that five and turned it into a four, plus uh, dexterity is 
five. Okay, so uh, Poppy, you're knocked prone. Gosh, um, you are not. Oh yeah, I'm just doing flips. <clears throat> yeah, you you're you like do a back roll and you just land on your feet and you're good to go. All right. All right. So next. Me. Um. Nope. Uh, two more figures come out from on top of the hill and they throw javelins down, uh, one at you and one at you. What's your AC, Poppy? 12. Okay, so it hits. No! And then yours is 17. Yes, sir. Okay, so that one does hit as well. Okay. All right. So let's do... All right, Poppy takes five, Mjorgrim takes seven. And they, after throwing these javelins, they just barrel down the hill and they are just right next to a cart. They're standing there and they are vicious. Looking up at them, you can tell very clearly that they are orcs. Uh, All right, so Mjorgrim. All right, well. I haul myself up here and is is one of these fellows right up in my face? Uh, They're both at the cart. Both at the cart. So okay. that's well, that um, that beast is the right. Beast next is to you. right there on me. All right. Well, then I'll take out my flail and I'll I'll give it a swing, and that is going to be a twelve to hit. Uh, you swing at it and it collides with its with its skin, but it doesn't do anything. It's like hitting a wall, okay. and it just falls short. Yeah. <laughs> He's staring up at it. Just <laughs> because when you look at this creature, you can tell that it is more than your size. It is a monster of a creature. Oh, Some man. would say it's of large size. <laughs> <laughs> I've... Wait, what? Uh... I don't know. I, you don't know. Senility kind of, strikes again. <laughs> he's taken back in awe by the size of this big old pussy cat. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ander. Uh, so who's closest to me? Uh, well, let's see. That would be, so there's the beast that's on the cart, mm-hmm. and then one of the orcs is right next to you. And we'll say that you're right next to the cart, so you can hit either yeah. one. Okay, I'm going to turn to the orc, and I'm going to... Not even, I'm not even going to bear anything where it's like, oh, I'm holding my quarter step. It's just turn to him and say, what's your business? <laughs> <laughs> so it screams at you in orcish. Ah, I don't know orcish. <laughs> okay. And then I'd like to... Um, <laughs> Bonk him on the head. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> just give him a nice little whoop. <laughs> so that is... Ooh, never mind. <laughs> oh. That's a... Eight. So you swing at him after he yelled at you in a language you don't understand, and you're taken so aback by the fact that this language that you just, you've never heard before, just rings like music in your ear. You just swing wide and you miss. (laughs) All right, Poppy, save Um, the day. I really hope this is one of those battles we're supposed to lose. (laughs) You guys are doing great. (laughs) Yeah, it's looking that way. Can, uh... Speak with animals work on orcs, or is that racist? Orcs are not animals, according to you people. Poppy, the theme of this campaign is racism. According to normal humans in this world, or at least in this kingdom, orcs are animals. Oh, wait a second. Is Korsh an orc? Yes. Oh, right. Korsh is is an orc. Oh, man, I was racist. Never mind. Oh, sorry. Oh, man. To think from episode one. Ah! 
I also like, like constant that thing's an animal. We don't talk to lower beasts, and you're just like, ooh. And now you're here, like, I'm one of you. It's interesting that the, the, the dread or the regret from the statement doesn't set in until it's Korsh who's upset by it. These other two orcs, they're NPCs, they don't matter. They're not they're not characters in this story. <laughs> Come on, one night turned Poppy from a freedom fighter, anti-capitalist. Okay, she was just knocked prone, everybody. She's not. (laughs) I was just knocked prone. I'm not in the right kind of mind. She hit her head on a rock and it knocked the racism into her. Even even just grumpy old Mjorgrim kind of looks over his shoulder at the comment, just with this look of just disgust. Oh, hey. Holding his shield and his hand over his face. Poppy. (laughs) Offending his old sensibilities. You <laughs> okay, back on okay track. so okay. back to what you were saying. So no, it's not okay. going to work on orcs. They okay. are humanoids, not animals. Okay, so where's Korsh? He's still in the cage. Poppy rushes over to Korsh and she says, Korsh, 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 Korsh. Uh, what? Korsh. What? Korsh. Um, there are these orcs that are attacking us. Can you please, please, please talk to them in orcish? Because I don't think they speak common, and I don't think they speak either common or druidic or dwarvish or elvish or halfling. Otherwise, I would be able to talk to them. And honestly, I'm probably the nicest person in this party, so they probably would have been able to, like, agree with me and be able to give us a pass anyway. But I can't talk to them because I don't know orcish, and they Just only know orcish. Just ask them to translate, <laughs> <laughs> So the entire, I imagine the entire time you're like hanging onto the bar, screaming at his face while these guys are just trying to hit you with stuff, but they can't because you're too tiny. <laughs> um, so we'll get to what he will try to do after your turn. Is is that the end of your turn? Is that all you wanted to do or you want to try to do the other stuff? Uh, mm, let's see. What can I do? Um, I this love when looks Poppy interesting. Goes on <laughs> I just, I love it. She just doesn't stop. <laughs> um, how long does this last? Up to a minute. Um, that's a long time in a fight. Yeah, that's gonna be most of the fight. <laughs> that's ten turns, like mm. all the way around the table. Ooh, I think I want to save this just because it's very helpful, and it seems like um, is. After my turn, will it then go to Korsh? Yeah. Oh, okay, then. And then it'll go back to the bad guys. Okay, then I think I'm going to uh, spend this turn just, um, yeah, trying to persuade Korsh to help us out. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll persuasion. Can there be buddy bonus points? Because we did sun salutation together. So I will let you know that... um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I will let you know that this will this could just count as a bonus action. So you ah. can still do other stuff. Because you took half your movement to stand up. Now you can still move. You can still cast magic. You can still do other stuff. This would just count as a bonus action. Okay. Because you got movement, action, bonus action that you can do. And then ready a reaction. Well, I already rolled. Yeah, that's fine. So we'll count that as a bonus action. Oh, for- So you still have other stuff that you can do. Afterwards. Oh, so, um, hmm. So if there's any magic you still want to cast or a person you want to attack, you can still do that. Um, 
I'm not sure if I want to attack just in case we're able to talk our way out of this situation. Uh, ooh, what does that do? <laughs> <laughs> my back beast. <laughs> back. <laughs> well, like, the flail okay. away, Mjorgrim. <laughs> Just pet it. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, so one of the things that you could possibly do is that you could ready a reaction to cast a spell uh, should you be physically attacked. Like, let's say the persuasion thing with course doesn't go through. Mm -hmm. Then whenever it's the creature's turn, if you're attacked, you can then cast a spell as a reaction. Ah. So then you're effectively casting your magic on their turn. Oh, that would be ideal. So do you have anything uh, that costs an action or a reaction for spells? Uh, for spells, uh, an like, wouldn't that just be a regular spell? Well, yeah, but some of them specifically have, like, they require time, like ritual spells and that ah. kind of stuff. All right. Um, so is there, is there a spell that you wanted to just ready? Oh, uh, then I'll... I don't really have spells that need readying. Um, so... Pick your favorite. Yeah. Well, oh, like, then, what spell... Like, if you were going to attack something or ready yourself for the rest of the fight, what would you cast? Oh, then that would be... Um, probably create bonfire. Okay, so you could say that you ready yourself to create to create a bonfire in case that you're going to be attacked. Because then you'll yeah. just create a bonfire on top of that person. Okay. So if the next person or next thing that attacks you, because what's the range on that? The range of create bonfire is 60 feet. Okay, so if anything within 60 feet attacks you physically, then you could say, I ready myself for the next time I'm physically attacked to cast create bonfire. Then the next person that attacks you, you just create a bonfire underneath them. Ah, okay, cool. So then there you go. Nice Sweet. defensive setup. That way you're not attacking anything and you're ready. Sweet. All right. Did you want to move too, or are you just going to stay there screaming at Korsh? Um, Poppy is going to do her best to dodge any attacks that are coming her way as she is screaming at Korsh, but still okay. clinging to the bars. So she's kind of like crawling over the cage like um, a monkey bar set at a preschool because that's basically what poppy is on the inside a preschooler or the monkey bars yes <laughs> <laughs> okay so we'll say that that's the end of your turn yeah all right so Korsh, after hearing you because i saw the number on your die so after hearing you he like gets up on one elbow looks at you and then looks at the other orcs as they're you know, swinging at everybody and you know trying to hit people, and he just looks at them and is like "vushtak makarnu," and then they just don't respond back and they just keep attacking you guys. <gasps> Korsh. Yeah. So you don't know Orcish, right? Okay. Uh, no, I do not. Because if you do, then I, I need to give you a note to let you know what he said. Gotcha. Yes. No. Orcish is not one of the languages that we have. We run into some goblins. <laughs> You're almost there. <laughs> um, so that is Korsh. He's just, he's like all shooken up. He just can't really do anything. Plus he's still in a cage. Uh, so it's back over to the bad guy's turn. So that person or that creature that's out in the distance fires an arrow and it's aimed at this bad guy. Yes. What's your AC? 16. All right. So it would hit. <laughs> so what is it? What does it do? Okay, so deflect missile works like this. It's a reaction. Okay. It's damage reduction 
by 1d10 plus my level plus my dexterity. On zero damage, I catch it. Oh, so I need to roll for damage then. Yes. Okay. And then I just, it just damage reduction. All right, let me. There we go. And. Okay, so where was my attack list? There we go. Okay, so it was this. Can't you also send it back? Or is that at lower later levels? I think it's later levels, because right now it just says you can catch it. I'm sure I can throw it back, but I don't think I can. Oh yeah, if you spend one key point. I don't think I have that. Is that right right now? You should have already had key points, I think. I know I have two. key points, but I don't know if I can do that. Like if that. you if you reduce it down to zero, you then spend a key point and you can send it back oh, at them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I have three key points right now. Yeah, so you can spend one if you catch it. So go ahead and roll. And I'll let you know if you catch it or not. Okay. One D ten. Where is it? Close enough. Uh, <laughs> it, it is a D ten. It's not close enough. <laughs> no, no. I, uh, I got so it's that's a two plus a three plus my dexterity. <laughs> two plus a three. Yeah, because plus my level plus dexterity. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you so, guys can't be hit by stuff, so can you? So five. And, <laughs> <laughs> nope. And uh, where's my dexterity? It's right, eighteen. Yeah, it is. There it is. So it's plus four. So that's uh, basic math. So it's nine. So yeah, you you <laughs> catch the arrow. Okay, I catch it, and I'm yeah. Let's spend a key point and send it straight back at him. All right. Um, do you have to roll for attack on that? If you reduce damage to you, you catch the missile in his hand. If you catch a missile and you spend a key point to make a ranged attack with the weapon or, or piece of ammunition you just caught as a part of the same reaction, make this attack with proficiency regardless of your weapon proficiencies, and the missile counts as a monk weapon for the attack. Okay, so it's got a range of twenty feet and a long range of sixty. So you need to roll at disadvantage. Okay. If you're going to try to hit him with it. Yeah, okay. So oop, that's a nine or a three. Plus, since it's a monk weapon, I can use it. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah, no, it's not going to hit him. What'd you get? <laughs> a three plus like nothing, so. Well, isn't it three plus like your dexterity and everything? Like whatever you normally use to hit, hit with stuff? Like if you're going to hit somebody with your quarterstaff or your foot, what would you use? Uh, I'd use, I have everything added up so it doesn't like list up. I'd use like my quarterstaff so it's like a plus six. Yeah, because that's plus four from your dexterity, plus two from your proficiency. So it'd be whatever you okay, roll, so plus then, yeah, six. Okay, so then yeah, it's plus six, so it's nine. All right, so you me. send this this arrow whizzing straight through the woods and you just hear it cling off a piece of metal. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> um, roll, uh, roll perception real quick. That was a dumb roll. It was a one. I'm not going to re-roll that. That was a bad roll, but it was a one. So. Okay. <laughs> so you didn't notice anything else out of the okay. ordinary. I don't know what to do for a critical failure for what, what you just failed to do. So, <laughs> Ander Brightwood contracts tinnitus. He <laughs> <laughs> closes his eyes like... <laughs> tinnitus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, the next are those two beasts. Um, this one's going to try to attack you again real right. quick. Yeah. And yours is 17? Uh, yes. So it lands this giant paw on your shoulder, but it doesn't cut through or it doesn't scrape through. You don't feel, you just feel pressure, but you're still standing strong. Right. The other one was on top of the cart and it's going to lunge at Poppy. <gasps> so. I gotta stop gasping every time I'm attacked. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Okay, so what's your AC, Poppy? 
12. All right, so it hits. So Of course it does. First off, go ahead and use your create bonfire. Mm -hmm. So what does that do? Okay, so create bonfire creates a, a bonfire. bonfire. <laughs> what? What? But, um... Whoa! <laughs> 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 okay, uh, you can see within range... Uh, fills a five-foot cube. Any creature in the bonfire space when thrown... Oh, skipped a line. When you cast the spell, must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 1d6 or 1d8 fire damage. Okay. What is your spell save DC? Uh, that's a dex 14. Dex 14 for your spell save? Yeah. Do you use dexterity for your spell save? I thought you used wisdom. Oh, my, my. Yeah, your spell save. Oh, um. Wait, wait, they have to beat a 14? Yeah, 14 dexterity. Oh, okay. I keep forgetting that you're using the thing. It tells you what they need to roll and what number they need to beat for you. You don't have to look it up. Okay. These poor schmucks. <laughs> <laughs> they have to like, uh, calculate, use the tables, grab the abacus. The power <laughs> of druidism. So it fails. So it catches fire. While it's attacking you. Oh, wait. Is that good or bad? Because we'll a flaming enemy that's attacking me. <clears throat> or... Well, you created a bonfire effectively under its stomach. Ah. So we'll see if it catches fire. Roll the D8 for the damage. Okay, D8. It's <clears throat> a diamond. Eight. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'm imbuing it. With, with the power of eights? Positive energy and the power of potato cakes. A That's a five. Yeah. All right. So it takes five points of damage. <laughs> okay. So let's see. Okay. So it's on fire, but it still attacks you. And uh, six. Six damage? Yeah. These oh. claws dig into your armor if you're, because I don't know if you're wearing armor. Does Kent Druids wear armor? Uh, they wear a light set of armor. All right. So are you wearing armor or are you just wearing clothes? Uh. Poppy's wearing armor. She's not dumb. So it digs <laughs> it digs into your armor and it just claws straight through it and you feel it tear into your shoulder. Well, dang. And then uh, you need to make a strength save. Okay, strength save. Oh, um, with the d20? Yeah. Because I know you had a nine, so with that's a minus the modifier. one. That's a minus one, right? It's your, yeah. It's whatever the modifier is to your saving throw. Yeah. You can do it, I believe in you. Please. Nat 20. Nat 20 on the strength save. <gasps> oh! That's zero! How? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that was the opposite of what we needed. This so, is not Poppy's day. Okay, so you are knocked prone and you are stunned. So you're stunned for an indeterminate amount of time. Oh, man. You need, like, each... Turn after this, you'll need to roll again. Or every time that you're attacked, you'll need to roll again to see if it continues. Yay! Yay, Yay Poppy! Sure lit that thing on fire. <laughs> you did it. I did. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, bu 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 uh, next is the two orcs. All right. So one of them is going to swing at you. Okay. Ander. Yeah. Your AC is what? 16. Oh, yeah. It hits. This giant battle axe just comes swinging at you, and it connects. Let's see. 
Hi yeah. All right, it does uh, six points of damage. No, that's not bad. Okay. So it he connects it into your shoulder, and it just sits there, and then he pulls it out, and you just get kind of yanked to the side. <laughs> <clears throat> um, the other one was... It was right next to Poppy, but it's going to leave you alone since you're fighting the beast, and it's going to go attack Mjorgrim. So he rushes on over to Mjorgrim, and he swings his giant battle axe at you, and... He fails miserably, and he just smacks it straight into that beast. Oh, wow. And he does a ton of damage to that beast. So it is just, it cleaves right into its shoulder, and he pulls it out, and you just see this giant geyser of of blood. All right. Justice for Poppy. I can dig it. All right, and then that was, we'll change this to, okay. Um... Okay, Jorgen. All right. Uh, before I go any further, I'm going to remember to take out my shield so I can set the AC up to an 18 now. And then I think he's going to take a swing at the, the 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 creature here, seeing how injured it is. And that's, golly, that's going to be another 12. Yeah. It just smacks right into its side and doesn't do anything. He might be a little concussed after that 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 fall. That and you were really scared of fire. So you're, <laughs> you're a little shooken. I'm all a shook. All right, so that would be Ander. Okay, Ander. You just caught a missile. You threw it back. You're feeling you badass. Nailed you in got the tinnitus. shoulder. All right, so <laughs> Ander's looking around, and he's kind of thinking to himself, like, ooh, I don't know how this is going to go. So Ander has an idea. He's going to go over to the cage, and he's going to say to Korsh, don't run away. And he's going to open the cage. Yeah? Okay, you're going to need to either pick the lock or break it. I'm going to break the lock. All right, strength safe. I'm not smart enough to pick it. <laughs> I got nails. I can try. 13. Okay, strength or dex? Uh, strength. 14. Yeah, so you smash that lock. All right. And I'm going to open up the door and say, help us out here, man. The party has been ambushed and must fight for their lives. With the fight not going in their favor, Ander makes a decision to release their captive, hoping he will help save the party's lives. With the prisoner unleashed, will he turn on his captives and use the opportunity to obtain his freedom? Or will he help them and save their lives? Find out next time on Goblins of Wrath, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast brought to you by KTSW 899.